Hey, Peter. Yo. It's time for a speak pipe. Woohoo! Raise your hands in the air like you just don't care. Why am I talking like this? I don't know, but you love <laughs> speak pipes. I do like speak pipes. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Jazz. Explain. I can see the wheels turning as you're trying well, to remember. Well, I'm just, the- I'm like, how do I make that sound interesting? <laughs> I feel like it looks interesting. I love our new, like, visuals with this. Is it too cocky, though? No, not really? at all. We're like jazz explained. Yeah, Get your notebooks out, yeah. nerds. No, I mean, I, I do appreciate you wearing the cap and gown, though, to the <laughs> That's podcast a little much, recording. Right? It's a little much. Especially for a guy with only a high school diploma. I know, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that you two? No, you graduated college. I have a GED, bro. Oh, my God. I know. We're not very Wait, educated. <laughs> we both went to conservatory. We both left you to go. You graduated, though. Did, oh, no, no you didn't. I didn't. I left to go play. But when we were coming up, even when you came up a little after me, but I think even when, it's, exactly, you, you, that was a, it wasn't a badge of honor, nothing wrong with graduating. No. But that was, at the time, it was kind of like. If you had gigs, you just left. Yeah. Now there's not any gigs. So, yeah. well, no, that's not true. There's just so many great players that are doing both. Yeah. And staying and graduating or, you know. I mean, even great players now have like doctorates. That is crazy. That is crazy. It's it's yeah. really crazy. When we were, there in, was no doctorate of jazz. When we were, there's Doctor Jazz, the the Jelly Roll Morton song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, when I was in college in the early 2000s, that was like a brand new thing. Yeah, and it was but rare that it was also like, yeah, it was rare that it was also like a really good player. Right. Like, not that they weren't good players; they were good players. But like now, like great players, they were academics more, or yeah. research, or, right? Exactly, um, historians. Yeah. But now it's like great players also have doctorates. I know it's yeah. it's because there's awesome opportunities to like teach and make money while you're going through those programs if you're really good. Yeah. And it's like I mean, yeah, and some great playing opportunities. Exactly. Out of those yeah. programs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Where you're going to get paid more than when you're actually going out to do gigs. Yeah, which is kind of the <laughs> inverse of when we were coming up with exactly. it. It's like you left to go work. Exactly. You know, because there was, you got to strike where the iron's yeah. hot and take your gig and, and get It's what like you the can. opposite of the NBA. Like it used to be that really, you know, like Michael Jordan went to like three or four years at UNC maybe. Yeah. And three then years, it was I think. three years. Yeah. yeah. And, but that was like, whoa, he's jumping out early because he's super talented. Was you know? it three? I think he might have gone four years. Not four years. No. Did Jordan have a degree? <laughs> wow. I know Dr. J has a degree because he's he has several degrees. He's a doctor. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but Man, um, listen, we're talking about practice. AI came out of yeah, it. I yeah, know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was too much talent oozing out of him. Um, but uh, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're taking a speak pipe oh, that's from, right. a speak from pipe. Danny. <laughs> Granny. Danny. D-A-N-I. Oh, D- <laughs> Your hear. granny or my granny? Let's hear Danny's. This is more voicings, man. We're nerding it up lately. I okay. love it. Okay. Hey, Pierre and Adam. I hope you're doing well. I'm Danny from the Netherlands, and I have a quick question for you guys. How do you decide on how many notes you put in a voicing for a chord on the piano? I'd love to hear you guys' insight on it. All right. Thanks. <sighs> Bye. First of all, big shout out to Danny. Big shout out to the Netherlands. Hey, Man, Holland in the house. The, I love the Netherlands. Wait, what'd you say? Holland in the house. Holland in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got such a toothy grin with that. Why? Because they seem, they seem I, I know a lot of Dutch folks. They yeah. all are very fun. They're, they're very fun. <laughs> very. Um, That's a broad generalization. No, it is. But a the broad, ones I know but are. But I mean, they're kind. They're honest. Yeah. They're tall. Did you know that's like the tallest? Yeah. Country, or I don't know why. Maybe that's why they're so happy. Because it's like below sea level. You'd think they'd be uh, of, of of less. Well, it's below sea level. They have to get up just <laughs> to, to see get, above the just sea. To, just to be yeah. able to breathe. Yeah. 
Is that um, England? Yeah. But I think that, you know, look, Holland, the Netherlands, I know they're not the same thing, but I, and I've been there. Well, many it's times, very confusing because it's the Netherlands, the Holland, but they call, they're called the Dutch. The Dutch. <laughs> no? Past the Dutch. Yeah. Oh, that's something different. But they, um, I got to tell you, over the years, playing music in Netherlands, I mean, I've been to, blessed to go to a lot of places where people love jazz music. Yeah. And I can't say that they love it more in the Netherlands, but I haven't been somewhere that they loved it any less or any, I mean, like, yeah. that's the maximum. There's killing players. And it's not a huge too. country. Killing players, yeah. great jazz programs, yeah. a bunch of, I mean, per capita, maybe the most number of really good players and just lovers of jazz. Of course, North Sea Jazz Festival going back for years. Totally. Um, but but we digress from the our dear users Users. Slash listeners. listeners. <laughs> users. It sounds like they have a problem. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I'm a user, man. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about users of voicings and the number of um, Yeah, what notes. do you think about this question, Peter? It's an interesting one. I, I don't have a lot of considerations for the amount of notes in the moment. Well, you know? another thing, as we alluded to, we are both uh, gentlemen with less than stellar academic um, pedigree <laughs> in that we're, we're, we're talking GED and public high school. So we math might not be our major anyway. Yeah, counting is, it doesn't come <laughs> easy to us. No, but the first thing I thought of when he said it was like, I don't necessarily think about the number of notes in the voicing, but I do think about, I guess, thickness or more of a general, not the precision it's of like, texture. Is it, am I going to do a six note voicing yeah. or a seven? Um, it's a texture, yeah. And, and that comes from uh, what's number one? Listen. It comes from listening. Voicings. No, no <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening yeah. yeah. So like, you know, I will only think of, I don't think about the number ever, but I will think about, Danny, like, you know, if we're doing, if we're playing anything and I want something that feels very open and like there's a lot of possibilities, I might do something like something open. That's four notes, right? That's five notes. Five, okay. You know, or four notes, right? Or if I want something very bare bones, maybe three notes, I'm not. Oh, you're counting the bass, the root note. Yeah, I'm counting the okay. root note. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, that yeah. can, even down low, you know, three, four notes yep. will kind of get you all of the shell. essentials, right? Yep. However, there are times where I'll think about where it, it might be totally necessary to do something like this. Mm. Two notes, you know? Two notes. Yeah. You know, there's like a bass and drummer, maybe a guitarist. Yep. You don't want to take up a lot of space there. You're comping with your left hand. Even if you're just playing for someone else, two yep. notes will do the trick. Well, and I mean, you know, as we've seen in the oft mentioned on this podcast, Freddie Freeloader, a lot of those are actually two note left handed yeah, voices. They sound like three because he, he plays three sometimes, but it's not always upon closer inspections. It's just so, like the third and seventh, right? Third and seventh, yeah, shell. Yeah, and so, you know, I think that. Was he thinking, oh, I'm going to do a two note. Now I'm going to go to three to change. No. Yeah. But there is a little bit, like when you go in and out of that, you get a little bit of inner melodic movement. That could have been a little bit of the, the hearing side of it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think too, what's interesting about this, it's not only the number of notes or the thickness or the texture, but it's like it's kind of like progressions in general or, or, or voicings. Like what are you playing before? What are you playing after? Where are you going? Because if yep. you do a bunch of really thick, you know, seven, six, seven, eight note kind of voicings, and then you go up to just two, like an octave or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's do a let's do a little B flat blues, Peter. Can you play okay. a bass line for yes, me? Sir. I'm gonna comp really thick, Danny. So the, I think your idea of contrast here, what happens before and after. Yeah. This is where you can get a lot of headway. So let's just do like a B flat blues with a two five. Here we go. 
So I'm going to play a lot of thick voicings here to start. That was a moment already there, Just right? one note, yeah. right? But after all those big six-note voicings, you know? Sometimes one note is all you need, or two. It's like, what do you want to highlight, you know? Yeah, or, or maybe it's three notes, you know? That's three notes right there. That's all you need. Or you can go super thick. And that's that's kind of all there is to it for yeah. that. Like just thinking about like sometimes Danny thinking about like okay I'm gonna go thick I'm gonna go thin I'm gonna go high I'm gonna go low yeah. I'm gonna go loud I'm gonna go soft and playing with that especially if you're like jamming with friends or you might be on a background gig somehow but you're mm. in a, a spot where you can kind of like practice this with real people in a real room yeah. in real time you could really learn a lot and get a lot of wisdom about how to to thicken or thin out your chords absolutely and then you know. I think it's fun to kind of analyze maybe a little bit more on a static level really interesting voicings that you hear. And I, I always kind of gravitate towards Thelonious Monk and some of his solo piano work yeah. where – because there's a lot of mystery in there, at least I found, because as I was – like a lot of my ear training was from transcribing Monk or trying to. And I don't have – I mean I have pretty good ears now, but it has not always been that 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 has not always been the case mm. and thanks to just a number of just artists that I, I didn't realize I was developing my ears I mean I guess I knew it but it was more about like man how does he do that you know mm -hmm. and so like the beginning of um, of Ruby My Dear man a lot of that stuff sounds so massive yeah but it's only like four or five notes yeah. actually and so yeah. that's what you learn about in terms of like expansiveness that we have available to us that's five notes is that main that 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 e um what would you call that an e7 seventh and then the fourth the suspended fourth that's so hip and there's a lot you know it's it's a lot of beauty but a lot of like kind of inert tension in that you know yeah because you got the third and the fourth that shouldn't work right monk loves the minor nine and a lot of people play this yeah oh yeah he's he all loves the minor nine. but like a lot of people play this with like with like extra like four more notes and that you can do that but if you're trying to play it like yeah beautiful and then those are just little three little note things three that's note just clusters, three notes yeah and i think the connections like we talk about the progression and you know, pulling the rug or pushing, you know, wh however you're going to do it. That's the three notes, you know, three voicings kind of moving along. Yeah. And that's another one of I think he plays. Yeah. That that second that he loves. And then these. No, those are all four note voicings. Man, I remember struggling trying to hear this because I kept hearing more notes. You know, it was like, and I take start taking stuff away. But the thing about this is. It's moving chromatically. Yeah. And then the melody continues to... Wait. Wait. No, then the melody goes up a whole step, but the voicing does it. It it's spreads there, out. Yeah, yeah. 
it goes to a different voicing right. but it's not you know it's like so it's like really cool voicing but it's still four notes moving along yeah 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 so it's like yeah the size of the voicing but how it how it's placed what's coming before and after can even give the illusion of something else and just i mean the whole point you still got to put it together in an interesting way and like monk's got this brilliant s- s- composition with these inner you know so much cool stuff but so beautiful i mean people love those songs because they're you know like those are all you know this is like four notes five notes four note voices really small a lot huh. of those you know and so i think that there's just a lot of possibilities there we can be a little bit smaller but still have that big sound that's so good one more thing i want to add to this too something to think about danny as you're constructing and just really uh, experimenting and, and i encourage you to experiment you know definitely learn voicings like peter's talking about from records it's really enlightening yeah to try to learn it yourself don't use sheet music or look up a transcription like try to listen and find them we're working on this hank jones recording peter of all these beautiful uh like drop two style voicings Mm. on his recording of Danny yeah. Boy. Do you know this record with him and Charlie Hayden? It's like all hymns. It's absolutely gorgeous. No. We ought to listen to it sometime. Yeah, You'd love, love it. But, um, Maybe on an f- upcoming First Take Friday. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But uh, but but trying to hear the, the the voicings yourself is enlightening. But one thing that you can do to kind of experiment is also to consider like not just the thickness and thinness of how many notes are in the chord, yeah. but how are they spread out? Like you mentioned that melody kind of moving up while the chord kind of stayed the same. Yeah. And so like one of the things we talk about over in Open Studio Pro with voicings is like, aren't good voicings sort of a combination? Like here's a classic, this voicing, right? Right, A flat, C, D, and G, and maybe yeah. it's a B flat, thirteen, right? Like this voicing here has a third major third, yeah, a major second, and a perfect fourth. Nice, a two, three, four, right yeah. there. Like there's this combination of intervals, so it's not a stack of thirds, right? It's not this, which is fine, yeah, but that's a stack of thirds. Yeah. It's not fourths. It's a stack of crap. Act. No, I'm just kidding. Fourths is fine too, but also its own thing. But there's something yeah. about having a third, having a second, having a fourth in there uh, that you can really start thinking about that as like, like, can I find a F minor seven voicing that has those? Oh, look at that. This F minor seven voicing that Peter Martin loves so much has a second. This is uh, F minor 11. So it's like A flat. F on the root, A flat, B flat, E flat, and C. See, I love beautiful sonic voices. But look at that. Look what this is. A second, a fourth, and a third. Yeah. Right? Can I find an F sharp major uh, chord that has all of these? Let's see if we can't find an F sharp. Oh, what about... Bam. That's not bad. Ooh, that's even better. So here's a... This is an F sharp major uh, 13. Here's F, A flat, B flat... Sorry, we call it G flat major 13 F A flat G flat and E flat that's a third a second and a fourth not mm. that your voicings have to have that but no, experimenting but with like all seconds all thirds all fourths and then like a combination of mm. seconds and fifths seconds and thirds seconds and fourths and how they sound you know just make sure that you're on like a scale or a chord that you know really well and experiment with these colors you're going to find a lot of cool stuff and you can do this with two-handed voicings too in fact you can do like sevenths sixth fourth fifth with two-handed voicings really like experimenting with the spread yeah that's great 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 i love it man cool. i'm excited about voicings and sizes again sizing of voicings truly no, I really am. Are you really? Well, you know what it is? Like, it's it's these things that, like, I'm interested in, but I don't think about for a long time. And then someone asks you a question about it, and then you're like, it gives you a whole other kind of prism to look at stuff that you love and think about. 
So you know I mean? just a question to you then. Yes. Would, now, would that be something you might be yes, interested in? Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's Perfect. very much something that would be interesting. Hey, Peter, did you know that today's podcast is sponsored by Open Studio? I've heard something about that, and yes. And that maybe our listeners could go to openstudiojazz.com and check out a deeper dive on so many courses we have on voicings. If you want to go deep, we have uh, courses on voicings by myself, by Peter, by Jeffrey Keezer. Elio Alves, Fred yep. Hirsch. Is Fred that Hirsch? something Ever? that might no, be interesting? interesting Ever heard of him? You know what Fred Hurst really likes to tell his students to? What? I mean, just play the right note. He That's, does. That basically is He's teaching. been known to get a little dogmatic yeah. in just the way that I like it, too. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. Peter, have a great trip, man. Until next time. You'll hear it.